check it out, hey, 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 check it out, check it out. You're hearing the number one least listened to show in the universe. the nuclear knucklehead and it didn't happen overnight and I'm coming to you live from the very tip top Crawford Mountain and up here up here top of Crawford Mountain, I get a different perspective. I get a different frame of mind up here, a point of view, my vantage point. My alternative model. Oh yeah. And you can get a hold of me at nuclear knucklehead at yahoo.com. It's always in the show notes. I think you probably just click it and I don't know. If you're on Spreaker, you can uh, chat. Yeah, leave a note in the, the chat thing on your while you're listening to the podcast. Anyway, ha. you're hearing the Nuclear Knucklehead Show. Like I said, that makes you rare. That makes you the rarest thing in the whole universe. How you been? been thinking about you. Yeah. But I was, um, looking, and I just can't wrap my head around this verse. I did the shakety-shake thing, 2 Corinthians 11. 19 King James says For ye suffer fools gladly seeing ye yourselves are wise And basic says For you put up with the foolish gladly being wise yourself I 
can't quite wrap my head around that. I mean, putting up a foolish people makes you wise. don't think so. I think Paul says that uh, if you're suffering fools, you're a fool, maybe. What do you think? I just said I can't fully wrap my head around it. I know he's, I think he's making fun. Poking us a little bit. I would be curious. That, um, just one of those things. I thought I would explore it with you you know about it. Paul is boasting in his sufferings. Starts off with Paul defending his apostleship. I think I'm going to move on. I'm going to let my brain chew on that verse some more. Let you chew on it a little bit. And we can talk again about it tomorrow. But I was also thinking about the news. wondering is this stuff really real am I hearing things right am I hearing some lady president of sorts in New Zealand shutting everything down and there's like one COVID thing is that true That's what I heard. That's what I. That's what I read. I think there've been a few more since then, but I'm like, wow, really? That don't even sound right. They dropped a hammer like that, and then you hear something like that. And we're shutting it off down. There's one case. And we're like, right now, starting now. Then out in Washington, you get a governor saying, well, we really need to crack down on this. Everybody's in danger. And not today, but a week from now, everybody needs to put the mask back on. We're going to save them, but, you know, we're going to give you a week. Things like that, I can't wrap my head around. My uh, my, my discernment and my, my critical thinking. My logical appeal to the universe is uh, 
not giving me the equipment in my own brain to understand what's going on in these other people's brains. I'm like, that don't even make sense. Like I've said, it's like, I've always considered these people like a a three-year-old. Maybe like a a two-and-a-half-year-old. One of those kids where they're kind of talking, but they still got to wear their diaper because they don't quite get it yet. You know what I mean? Like these people would probably might even have diapers on. I don't know. They can make them pretty thin for adults, it seems. <clears throat> I'm like, wow. And then we get into my boogeyman discernment. I'm like, it's still. If I look underneath my bed, am I going to find a virus? Is it just going to grab me by the face and pull me underneath there and eat me? I get a feeling it might. And then it keeps popping in my head about how people are doing. And then I remind myself, hey, you nuclear knucklehead. Uh, in 1776, everybody wasn't on board with that. Matter of fact, more than half were not on board in America with starting that up. So there were plenty of people in America at that time when it was England or New England or whatever the hell it was called, the colonies, that were perfectly and completely happy with what was going on. More than half. You know, when it comes down to, like, America's army, we got like 1% of our population's ever served so if you want you can say 3% back then I don't know how many what the numbers were but there were plenty of people where everything was fine with them so that means if I could go with history then there's a number of people today that are fine with whatever is going on with the government and there will always be there's nothing I could do to change their mind they're cool with that it's their team it's their collars whatever I don't care I'm all in this country it seems like they're they're going on now there's people that are all in with something else that I'm not familiar with because when I hear things like in Australia people are getting beat up for I guess you know disobeying a mandate telling them to stay at the house. Or within five kilometers. 
of their house. I don't know how five kilometers is. What's that, like two and a half miles maybe? Three miles? I don't know. I think like 55, 60 is 100 kilometers or kilometers or whatever that is. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't get that far in junior high school. Then I was thinking tomorrow may be too late. Just out of nowhere. Tomorrow might be too late. I may say that I have indulged in the sin of tomorrow. Oh yeah. I have indulged in that sin probably every day, all day of my whole life. It's hard to get me to believe that tomorrow is not going to happen. No one want to know. But God, Jesus, the Bible. I never think that tomorrow might be too late. Because it's always been like that, right? Because I wrote down A time is coming when tomorrow May be too late Yeah Then I'm thinking I heard somewhere out in the ether somewhere around me I don't know if it's TV person the wind a coward dies a thousand deaths but I was thinking that we had a lot of cowards around in my opinion and then I'm thinking is that mean when there's a coward am I am I being too ruthless when I'm thinking people are cowards and that this is what is happening is because people are cowards And if they are, then they die a thousand deaths. So, that's a lot. That's like two and a half years. <laughs> three years. A little less than three years. A little more than three years. Yeah, a little more than three years. Alright, sorry, I was having. Anyway, so a coward dies a little over three years. 
if I'm literally going on with, you know, the things going on in my head. That's a lot of dying. You know, and I'm thinking that's metaphorically that they're dying on the inside somehow. Three and a half years of their life. They will be dying. Not that that's all continuous, but, you know, maybe every other day they die. A little piece of them dies off on the inside. And then I'm thinking, or hearing in the ether, that you are the resistance. Huh. Now, resistance. me could just be as simple as the word no no and go no and go can be awesome resistance Well, and it could be, you know, a a gun butt up against your head, maybe, too. Depends on who you're dealing with. You know, I'm not hearing good things about the streets of Afghanistan and Kabul. You know, I've been honed in on not caring for the Taliban. You know, I can pretty much say I don't know anybody in the Taliban. Or Afghanistan or caravan. Yeah. So I guess everything I do know comes from reading news. Because a lot of it came back when I was still watching the old boob tube, the idiot box. I think I gave that up back in 2008, 2008. I think really in 2004, but I was really watching most of it on the internet. But yeah. You know, you had Al-Qaeda, you had Taliban. To me, I didn't... Both of them. And I still can't think of any reason why I like them. So don't think I'm wrong, but... You know, I did get a lot of info from... Shady places. As it turns out. I'm just hoping they weren't as shady then. As they are now. Mm. Drinking water. It's awesome. What's flavored? Kind of like Kool-Aid. I love Kool-Aid. Literally, not figuratively. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm not getting paid to endorse Kool-Aid. And I kind of do prefer Kool-Aid over Flavor-Aid. Don't think I didn't drink plenty of that with my bologna sandwiches. So, are the cowards. Coward dies a thousand deaths. You are the resistance. And I guess by you, I mean me. So, I'm not really calling you out. Probably ought to explain that, right? Yeah, so. Wrote that down for me. So it had to be you. If I wrote it down for you, I would have wrote down you also. But I would have known it was for you. Am I doing a Abbott and Costello and there's only one of me? I don't know. How I feel about that. And you, you are the new day. Okay? Not, you know, it's for me, but you too, you, my one listener, thank you. <laughs> You're awesome. You can also be the new day. Oh yeah! Now you're gonna need God and Jesus. You're gonna need some, you know, some supernatural powers with that. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna have to get your God on. But you know, I say that and then I'm thinking... There seem to be plenty of believers or non-believers who had, we'll call them non-believers, I guess, even though they had faith, you knew strangers Jesus would meet on the road. They didn't really believe, but they had faith, is that right? what it seems like or else they believed what they were told because Jesus did tell and people go tell people you know hey go, go tell people what you saw here because the reason why I'm thinking you know the whole you're the new day is I'm not seeing the complete end of times thing going on. Now I hear, you know, some of my other people, they, they like to think that, and that's cool. I'm not real good. I expect to see a few things first before I'm all in on it being the last of days. And I, I just think this is another set of bad days. And just because it ain't the end of times and Jesus might not be coming back don't mean it don't mean 
we gotta lay down and take this because we are dealing with fools and the foolish the things that they're talking about the things that they're preaching I don't need to call them out on it you know the nonsense that's going on in this world right before our eyes I know people don't believe that but do I just think that those people know exactly what I know maybe I'm laying too much on them maybe I know a lot more than I think I do and maybe they don't want to know I've ran into that in my life people don't want to know I've done that in my life I don't want to know I do not want to know do not tell me I have spoken those words to friends of mine And I do know now that when I hear a pretty girl say, do you want to know what really turns me on? My answer to that is no, thank you. Because one day, I did. I was uh, bartending slash managing slash being a stand-up dummy. Well, we're all kind of hanging around in this nightclub, and there happened to be a nice little crew of people, locals and regulars, I guess, all kind of sitting around the bar. It was a busy night. Dance floor. DJ. Well, there's a girl that was in there that night that was just wow. And I mean, every guy in there was like, wow. They all took a slap from their girlfriend that night because of that guy or that woman. Well, they, uh, <clears throat> I just happened to come in and I was like, ooh, that is a pretty, pretty lady. And so I was using my, uh, position in the place to uh, kind of mac on her. Hey, look at me. I'm dressed up nice and behind the bar and can point my finger and make things happen. Yeah, it's magic. And, uh, so, uh, we're talking. And apparently she's not stupid. She knew I was macking and everybody else in there was probably macking on her too, even the women. And, uh, she just lets out do you want to know what turns me on? Um, she's looking at me. It's all me and her. Everybody's looking at me and her. Well, her. And uh, I'm like, yeah. She's like, no, really. What really turns me on? And I'm like, well, yeah. And there are people, guys and girls sitting at the bar. Even way out there on the dance floor. It seemed like the music went off. And everybody was kind of like, yeah, in a whisper, yeah. Yeah, we want to know. Well, <clears throat> she says that what exactly turns her on. And uh, because uh, Johnny McMahon listens to me occasionally, I'm not going to tell you <laughs> what she said. Because... Uh, 
he wants to keep the Fringe Radio Network on the air. But you can email me and find out what disgusting things she said. Okay, well, while everybody was still in silent shock and awe from what this woman just said, uh, the owner of the place was just happened to be behind me, and he had came in on the very end of that. He didn't catch the whole, oh, look at this beautiful girl, and the whole story. He just heard what she said, because like I said, it's like the dance floor went quiet. And he's like, uh, excuse me, did you just say blah, blah, blah? And she's like, yes. And he's like, uh, he taps me on the shoulder and he's like, I'm going to go home. And he walks out and leaves. And then the dance, everything happens. And then the music comes back on. People slowly start making their way out of this thing that came out of this beautiful woman's mouth that day but uh, I don't know what got me started on that (laughs) but you are the new day and uh, my old boss is still uh I'm in contact with him and I see things he posts and he he has some funny things and his newest one he posted was you know when I meet somebody new I like to start off by saying hey didn't I see you on Hee Haw <laughs> yeah and for a long time when me and, and him and a few other people we'd go out after a busy night at work or a slow night uh, you know, we go to, um, different type of, you know, Waffle House, Huddle House, uh, Denny's, whatever. Places like that at 3 o'clock in the morning. And, uh, every time, the waitress would, you know, get to people's orders and they'd, she'd get to him, whether he was first or fifth or whatever. When she, they got to him, it was... How much for an egg? And they're like, what? He's like, yeah, just one egg. An egg. How much for a egg? And as it turned out, every one of them, except for one, went and checked on how much an egg was. Like right then. And I'm like, dude, why you gotta do that? And he'd order something that probably didn't even have eggs in it. But it was some kind of uh, private joke to him in his military days. And he kept it rolling. But only one girl knew the answer. And he's like, okay, well, I'll have two. (laughs) I think that's how that went. Okay. So I was looking at the headlines again. Says Austin contradicts Biden. Says Americans have been beaten by the Taliban. (laughs) 
Biden defends handling of botched Afghanistan withdrawal. Says can't guarantee outcome. Taliban websites down. WhatsApp sites also cut off. Reports. What? Senator Rick Scott says Biden's Afghanistan disaster calls into question the president's fitness to lead. I'm like, really? You could just now? That's what did it? When I saw him sit down and sign his first executive order, I could tell I was looking at somebody that had no idea what they were doing. Why the debate on Afghanistan is so distorted. That would have come from the Washington Post. Not reading it. But how about that? Well, something tells me to believe your enemy. Like if they say, kill Americans, I believe them. I believe that's her intent. I don't think they want to give me hugs. When I hear him say, kill Americans, I'm like, oh, hold on a second. Hey, I'm American. My mom, she's American. Uh, my sister, American. And uh, I got some cousins. Guess what? Let's see. They're all American. So when they tell me, or I hear him say, I want to kill Americans, I believe them. Not that I'm going to go start a war with the Taliban. I don't have the means to do that. And even if I did, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't go start a war with the Taliban. No. Uh, but, you know, if you want to give me a f- several billion dollars, <laughs> I can probably make the world a better place. Let me... Go check on my diggity dogs for a moment, okay? Well, I went and grabbed the dogs and brought them out here. So, saying that, hearing that a country or group of people want to kill Americans, and I take them at their word, and then I hear the politicians and the generals say that they had planned for this for weeks. They looked into everything. <clears throat> and that kind of still is their answer. Why shouldn't I believe them? You know, I'm like, well, you did, and this is what happened then. So, this is on purpose? Is that, that's what I'm getting. Of course, I'm just using my nuclear knuckle-headed mind, a little bit of discernment, a little bit of critical thinking. You know, I realize I'm not as smart as I think I am, but I also know 
Well, I've been the smartest guy in the room a few times. Especially when I was in the military. But I'm going to fall back. No. On. The military people. A lot of them are the same kind of people. And that's good. You want your military to kind of be like that. But you want them to be that stupid people who think the king's cool. In case some lunatic comes along, like maybe me, or who knows. So, you know, you need a military that follows orders, but you need some people around that know better. When I was one of those guys, it was like, uh-uh. And they could be over something stupid like picking up cigarette butts. Uh-uh. I take care of the consequences. And I did. And I was cool with that. Party wasn't good decision making, but you know, whatever. I'm comfortable with it. So far, Florida Board Education orders Broward and Akula counties to allow mask opt-out in 48 hours or start losing funding. Yep. So they're saying that the Florida Education Department warns school districts to follow DeSantis's ban on mask mandates within 48 hours or get fined. And any mandate I've read there's always a couple loopholes down at the bottom so it's like it's not a mandate I think you might have to get tested but I didn't call that no I'm not putting any of that in me either didn't you hear me when I said I'm using my religious card on you on this That could be bad advice, so you need to think about that kind of stuff yourself. Because I am a nuclear knucklehead. But, you know I love you. And then an OnlyFans on sexual <laughs> sexually explicit content will end... Danger lives, says U.S. sex worker. OnlyFans banned on sexually explicit content will endanger lives, says U.S. sex workers. Huh. I'd heard that OnlyFans 
had put a band on that like earlier today, the 20th of August. And uh, I'm like, oh, okay, they do sexual, sexual things. I don't do a lot of that apps. That kind of app apparently is also not on my radar. Maybe I should read the story to find out how that actually endangers lives. And Tropical Storm Henry being monitored by the PGA Tour. Oh yeah, look out. Tropical Storm Henry. CDC recommends travelers with high risk of COVID complications avoid cruises. And yet those kind of people will still go on. Those kind of people have always gone on anyway. Because people are pigs sometimes, right? We know that. You got one in your family that's just a pig. They don't care. I mean, I've been hearing about cruise ships and crazy outbreaks of all kinds of stuff. They all come back with the squirts. Can I say that? The AP urges DeSantis to end harassing treats, <laughs> tweets aimed at reporter. People get their feelings hurt. Why do they need to read it? Why does he need to quit? They can just stop reading it and tell the friends to shut up. They don't want to hear about the guy. Hey, no, it hurts my feelings. He just needs to stop what he's doing. It hurts my feelings. It hurts me right down here in my little pinky toe. Yeah, right there. That was really where a lot of my feelings are, right down there. And my pinky toe. And I've only got two pinky toes. <laughs> oh, how about the FAA, the FAA warns, or no, sorry, the FAA wants to find a passenger. So, yeah. Got a little interrupted there, but now I'm back. So the FAA <coughs> wants to find a passenger $45,000 for throwing luggage and putting his head up a flight attendant skirt. So I think they should have led with that. Putting his head up a flight attendant skirt. Well, I'm just reading the headline. That's all that is. I like this headline, though. I don't know why. Nude man stabs second nude man on Seattle sidewalk. And uh, I'm wondering, is that Seattle, Florida? <laughs> is that what that is?
A naked man stabbed another naked man on Tuesday morning in Seattle, according to the Seattle police. Just after 8 a.m., he got two naked men running around on the street. (laughs) After 8 a.m. on Tuesday, officers responding to a noise disturbance call heard from witnesses that one naked man had stabbed another naked man. The the man lost significant amount of blood and was unresponsive. And we don't know who either one of them are. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Soccer-loving Pope Francis receives a fitting gift, his very own foosball table. Oh, yeah. How sweet. Ooh, how about this one right here? A beachgoer feeds raw sausages to a hungry crocodile hunting feet away. Where's that, in Australia? What are you doing outside? You ain't allowed to be outside. Uh, a man hand-fed a giant saltwater crocodile raw sausages as it prowled along the beach. But, uh, well, don't say. It's in Newsweek. Even crocodiles deserve a snack. Yeah. Australia. I mean, I figured it was, but I just want to make sure. But it was all the way down at the end of the thing. So, there's a little bit of headlines, you know, stupid things. The foolish that we put up with, I guess Paul. Putting up with foolish people makes him feel better. You know, you'd think there'd be more. Biden on Afghanistan. Any American who wants to come home, we will get you home. If you ain't dead already. Could be wrong. Any American who wants to come home, we will get you home. So, I think they knew, in my opinion. They said they knew. They spent all kinds of time studying and figuring out what was going to happen. So, how could they not have known? And I heard one of them say, look, it could have happened in days or weeks or months or even years. We didn't really know. And I'm thinking, yeah, if anybody knows. And apparently we left all kinds of 
battle equipment. Cause like, well, Taliban can't fly an airplane. I'm like, well, man, I bet they can put a gun to somebody's head and get them to figure it out. Find somebody can. So we've been putting up with these fools. So congratulations. If you're like me, apparently we might be the smartest people in the room. We've been, we just didn't know it. You are the resistance. A coward dies a thousand deaths. You are the new day. And remember, 1776, everybody wasn't in on it. There were plenty of people who were happy with the way things are. Or were. And of course, you know, it worked out okay for him, I suppose. And maybe these people that I got a problem with, maybe they don't have the knowledge about things that I do. And I just assume that since I know it, they must know it too. But I guess not. Or, it's just like I said, they just pick the team, they're sticking with it, come hell or high water. Of course, it'll be high water and then hell. We'll circle back to that someday. Well, you know how to get a hold of me? Nuclear Knucklehead at yahoo.com. I'm so glad you stopped by hang out with me for a little while. If you'd like to hear more of me, let me know. Holler at me. Like I said, you can holler at me on the Spreaker app. I don't know about the others. I'm on all kinds. But I know Spreaker. And I go on there and I check. And Anchor, I check. I never have got a voicemail on Anchor. That'd be cool if somebody did that. But you ain't got to. I know you're busy. You got things to do. But you are the new day. You are the resistance. Well, I am. You're with me. I got your back. And I love you. A bushel and a peck. A bushel and a peck and a hug around the neck. Well, I'm the nuclear knucklehead. And I'm coming to you live from the very tip top of Crawford Mountain. And until next time, I'll see you then. Check it out, 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 check it out